Hey everyone, did you miss me? Well, your girl is back and I know I've been on a bit of a hiatus for some time, but boy, do I have so much to talk about. So if you're ready, let's get this show started. Hey everyone, you're tuning in to Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. This is yours truly, Elisa. And I miss all of you. I hope you all miss me too and this lovely voice of mine. <laughs> so we're in the summer months. We're in the month of July and I know I've been on a bit of a break for some time, but I'm back. And I'm back with lots to talk about. So where do I begin? Let's talk about the coronavirus pandemic. I know the coronavirus pandemic has put a toll on everyone in many different ways, whether it's dealing with finances, you know, losing your businesses, losing jobs, um, losing time from school, missing out on graduations, and not being able to travel to certain places, to be with your friends, to be with your family or loved ones. It's been difficult. And um, I know we're in the month of July and it's summertime and a lot of people tend to like hanging out during the summer, you know, go to the beaches, go to the park and stuff like that. But from watching the news recently, I'm seeing that there is an increase of the coronavirus still spreading and there's people still dying from this. And from watching the news also, I'm seeing people having large gatherings, having parties at the beach, not wearing any type of mask, not social distancing, staying six feet apart from others. And you're just wondering, when is this thing gonna go away? If people aren't following the safety protocols to protect themselves and others from this virus, what else do you expect to happen? It's crazy. I just want things to go back to normal as the next person does. But if people aren't following the guidelines to be safe, to stay at home and not go out unless it's necessary to, you know, what can you expect to happen? Now, I want to talk about remote learning because I am a single parent and I am a parent of a child who attends school. So my son had completed the third grade back in June. So I'm very excited about that. And he attends school year round. So all 12 months throughout the year, he attends school. So here in New York City, there are some students who attend summer school and remote learning is continuing for summer school. My son is not happy about that. (laughs) He thinks since he's home with mommy, he can have some free time to do whatever he wants. No, he still has schoolwork to do. So every day, all his teachers are sending in assignments. And now the teacher of his class, which was actually his third grade teacher, is still his teacher for summer school. He's doing video conferences a lot of days during the week. Um, You know, reading stories, doing certain lessons. And let me tell you, there's been a couple days my son didn't participate because either he was just not having it he had his little tantrums 
and having a child with special needs and disabilities i mean it's not easy and witnessing the tantrums firsthand it's like let him cool down before anything else and then we could work on something else until you know things get back to somewhat normal and we can work on whatever it is he has to do for school um i figured you know a lot of kids won't participate in the video conferences with the teachers so I shouldn't feel so bad that my son isn't participating with that. But you got to understand, like I said, the coronavirus pandemic has taken a toll on everyone, kids included. So about maybe a week to two weeks ago, I received an email about the upcoming school year starting in September. And my son is supposed to be starting the fourth grade in September after his birthday. And the email I received was to answer a series of questions as to how I want my son to participate in school for the fall session. Do I want him to continue with remote learning or do I want him to participate in blended learning? And with blended learning, basically what that is, some days of the week, my son will be continuing remote learning from home. And then other days during the week, he'll be present at school. Now, like I said, the coronavirus is still on the rise. I have a child with a lot of medical conditions and I'm not gonna put him at risk of possibly catching this virus because he is considered high risk. I decided to continue with remote learning for the remainder of the school year you know, however long it takes. Um, so after his birthday in September, he's gonna continue with the remote learning when he starts the fourth grade. How long the remote learning is gonna take place? Who knows? It could be up until the end of the year, maybe going into next year, I don't know. I don't know what the mayor, I don't know what the governor is gonna decide. I know that the president wants schools to be open, but it makes no fucking sense because this virus is still lingering around. I know I mentioned before, since starting the podcast two years ago, that I won't discuss politics. That's not really my expertise. And I try to keep my podcast open-minded, fun and friendly to you all who listen to it. But my mom calls me pretty much every single day and she watches the news all the time and she lectures me that I don't watch the news enough I don't know what's going on around the world yes I do know because I watch the news practically every day now since this pandemic started and me hearing that the president wants schools to open again I'm like are you kidding me right now this virus is not going anywhere no time soon there really isn't any cure for this thing and you want all these kids teachers and other school staff to possibly get sick from it no and for a lot of us who are parents that have been stuck home in quarantine with our kids i've been hearing that a lot of parents or even people who aren't parents are saying that they see why that teachers need an increase in their salaries because they see how much work teachers have to do so pretty much you know seeing what the life has been like being a quarantine homeschooling our kids it was an eye-opener for a lot of parents because they really don't know what it's like being a teacher until they had to become their children's teacher for themselves 
for the last few months. And I was a teacher before, not in a school setting, but I was a after school program teacher at my very last job before having my son. I was working at a Catholic church. And then years before that job, I was working in a woman's shelter for childcare as a assistant teacher. So I've worked with kids of all ages. I've helped kids with their schoolwork. I've given assignments to, you know, my former students from my last job, giving them spelling tests and uh, giving them little projects to do. When we have computer class, I have them do research projects and things of that nature. And they all seem to enjoy it. And a lot of the kids I've worked with, they all looked up to me. They all loved me. They all adored me. A lot of the girls, whether they were preschool age or babies or even elementary school age, they just had a connection with me. And I've even had some kids say, I wish you was my mommy. And I look at them like, what'd you just say? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird to say. And um, I've had parents give me feedback about what their kids are telling them about me. They're like, oh, my my child is just crazy about you. She's going to stop talking about you. Um, I remember this one time I went to a shelter, another woman's shelter, um, that was part of the nonprofit organization I was working for at the time. I uh, was working at this other shelter and there was this little boy and you could tell he was troubled. And I remember the head teacher of this shelter telling me she's never seen this boy interact with any of the teachers there until he saw me and started like getting curious about who I am because I'm just a new person in his environment from another location. You know, he was curious and wanted to know who I am, where I'm from. And this head teacher tells me, she's like, Elisa, I don't know what you did, but you really opened him up. And after I remember leaving that shelter and then I went back the next day to work, the head teacher was telling me this kid was looking for you like he was asking for you when he saw me the next day he said hi to me he gave me a hug and and he says he missed me and i was like oh my god and then the head teacher you know had a conversation with me again about this boy and she said i don't know what you did but you being here really brightened him up it really you know his attitude just completely changed and I was like wow and then you know when I went back to the site where I was working at a lot of the kids were infants um six months and older and I remember I had a co-worker who was also an assistant teacher at this location um I know she had an issue trying to put a baby to sleep and she was getting annoyed so then the head teacher who was my former supervisor she asked me to take over, to take the baby and see if I could put the baby to sleep. So I took the baby's diaper, the baby was fed, and I sat in the rocking chair, rocking the baby. And all of a sudden, like five minutes later, the baby fell asleep in my arms. And then I put the baby down in the crib. And then my ex-coworker was like, well, how did you, like, I try to put this baby to sleep and he wouldn't sleep. And then my former supervisor said that I have the magic touch. I'm telling you, kids pick up things. They have a sixth sense. Um, I, I I could just tell. Like my son, come on. My son knows who he can trust, who he shouldn't be trusting. And 
who he feels comfortable with, who he doesn't. He'll let me know. Like, if we're outside, we're going to the store, and if a random stranger comes up towards us, you know, a lot of times, a lot of, like, elderly people, mostly little women, whether we're at Target or, I don't know, walking around the neighborhood somewhere and going to to a local store or me taking him to get his haircut, a lot of, like, elderly women would approach us and would, like, try to talk to my son making him feel uncomfortable like you know back up you're like invading his space and I hate when people question about my son like is he autistic like yes he is and then they want to give me their whole life story like yeah I know someone who has an autistic child or they personally have someone in the family that's autistic and they're like oh I understand blah blah blah. and I've had some older women try to touch my son like on the shoulder or trying to caress his face i'm like excuse me no 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 no. don't do that do not put your hands on my kid like nope like you're invading our space you're not just invading his space you're invading our space so now with the coronavirus it's like it still happens like i've taken my son to the barbershop twice already since barbershops had opened here in new york city and surprisingly um i was lucky that when we went it wasn't crowded like it used to be before uh the virus had hit here in the city um my son was a bit more calmer because he doesn't like being in places that are crowded he gets overwhelmed and stressed out and will have his crazy tantrums so you know getting his haircut was pretty easy i would say um I did take him out to lunch. We went to Applebee's because now a lot of restaurants have the option of outdoor dining. So we went to Applebee's for lunch and um, he had a lot of fun. We went with our mask on. We got seated at our table and at our table, we were able to remove our mask. All the tables were apart from each other and we had a great time. He had fun. You know, he got some fresh air. He got some sun. Um, after we went to Applebee's for lunch, we ended up going to Target real quick to get a few things for the house, and then we went home. Um, but yeah, so I can just tell you guys, just be safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, um, practice social distancing, and, you know, be on the lookout for your loved ones your friends and family, make sure everybody's okay. I know that this virus has taken a emotional and mental toll on a lot of people, like mental health. I know, whew, I've been hearing a lot of things about mental health. Um, speaking of which, I know a handful of celebrities, uh, whether they're actors, musicians, athletes, so on and so forth, have been vocal about mental health during the coronavirus pandemic and one of the people who i follow on social media is chris motionless for motionless and white you guys know i'm a big fan of the band end of chris and i saw something on twitter that he tweeted about his mental health and one of the tweets that he had put up about his mental health and what he was feeling i was like wow like, I, I couldn't believe he said what he said, and I had to respond to his tweet because I just wanted to let him know that I didn't think that way of him. I, he mentioned something to the context where he didn't feel like he was worth it. But 
I just wanted to let him know that I, you know, have nothing but love for him and that, you know, he's a great person and, you know, that there's people out there that love and respect him, that he shouldn't feel that type of way. But I didn't know Chris had suffered from depression and had thoughts of suicide until I read some article of an interview he did about a year ago. And even hearing some interviews he's done for like radio stations, some live streams, he's been vocal about depression and things of that nature. And you cannot see depression in a person, okay? Mental health, you can't really see it. It's all in the head, you know? So for those of you who are feeling like you have no one to turn to about anything, you don't have anyone to talk to, I'm letting you all know right now that you guys can reach out to me on social media on instagram and twitter at sweet talk underscore alisa my dms are open to all of you if you need someone to talk to you need to vent about something or you just want to have a casual conversation hit me up i do check my messages every day of the week and yes i do pay mind to those spam type of messages which automatically gets deleted and blocked because i don't like those things <laughs> So if I know you're real, then I know you're one of my followers and I could tell by the wording if you're a bot or if you're a real person. Okay, so you need someone to talk to, just know I'm here for you because I know what it's like to feel alone and having that feeling where you feel like you, you have no one to be there for you. I've experienced all of that. So... With that being said, I hope you all are hanging in there during these hard times. I know times are tough. It's not easy. Um, we just got to have faith and follow the safety guidelines. Wear those masks. Wash your hands. Stay six feet apart from other people. You know, be mindful of social distancing. The more that we follow these protocols and guidelines to prevent the spread of the coronavirus the sooner that things can eventually go back to normal so best believe i'm praying for everyone all of you to be well and safe and hopefully we can resume back to our normal everyday routines when this thing eventually will come to an end all right so now i want to talk about one of my favorite topics which is makeup and yes i have purchased more makeup within the last month i even bought makeup today and i'll talk about that in a second but i want to talk about the makeup i purchased within the past month up to now so for those of you who aren't familiar with jeffree star cosmetics um the last collection he had launched was the cremated collection and i had purchased the cremated palette two of the lip glosses and I had purchased two Velour liquid lipsticks to complement the palette. Um, one of the lipsticks is a black shade called Weirdo. And I bought the white lipstick, which I can't remember the name of the shade, but yeah. So I got a black and white lipstick to go with the cremated palette. But this palette was supposed to be a goth-themed palette, right? And... The reason why I say was supposed to be a goth themed palette, because to me, it doesn't look like a goth themed palette. I know Jeffrey said it's a goth themed palette, right? But this palette is basically a neutral, cool toned themed palette. 
and there's a lot of grays there's a lot of neutral colors there's some shimmers in there there's a couple of black shades in there silver shades or whatnot but i haven't used the palette yet but when i heard a goth themed palette was in the works i was like oh my god i gotta get it then when i saw the reveal video of the cremated collection i was a bit confused i was like wait a minute this palette looks so neutral like there's nothing goth about it for me when i hear goth i think of dark colors dark jewel toned colors and i really didn't get much of that vibe from this palette but i thought it was pretty i really liked it i instantly thought this is something that can be worn for a bride on her wedding day you know what i mean um so yeah i read a lot of mixed reviews about this palette but i ended up getting it anyway to have it as part of my collection of other eyeshadow palettes and you know i did see people do swatches of this palette and i loved the way it looked on them and i said you know what i'm gonna get it the lip glosses that i got i got two of them i had got the black lip gloss with the shimmers I forgot the name of the shade and then Heaven's Gate was another shade I got from the collection because it was I think it's like a white shimmery lip gloss or was it a silver tone lip gloss you see I don't remember <laughs> I buy makeup and I just put them away um anyway so yeah that's what I got from Jeffree Star Cosmetics and uh from Ulta Beauty I ordered some stuff um makeup and hair products so I got the Lime Crime palette. I'm actually looking at it right now. The Prelude Chroma palette. So I got it on sale for 19 bucks, which was a great price to get this palette because as you all know, maybe you don't know if you follow me on Instagram, I actually got the Lime Crime Immortalis palette last year. It was gifted to me and I love it. I've worn the palette a couple times um, I love the palette for using it for my goth glam makeup and yeah so I had to get this palette to complement that one. I also got the Jeffree Star Morphe collab um, Iconic Bold's 5 piece mini lip collection. It was on sale I think for like 12 bucks for 5 lip products so I thought that was a steal and then they had a Morphe um, contour palette on sale for $12 I think um, I'm, try I'm trying to think what else I got from Ulta Beauty um, for the past month um, I had a coupon for getting like a little mini kit of skincare products by Clinique so that was pretty cool and um, I'm trying to think what else did I get from Ulta <laughs> Oh yeah, I ordered some summer travel essentials of like eyeshadow primer, a setting mist. Um, there's like mascara, eyebrow products. So yeah, I was like taking advantage of some of the sales. And then I ordered Arctic Fox hair dye. I had actually ordered a hair dye by Manic Panic from Hot Topic. I bought like a small jar of this uh, pink colored and I figured let me give it a shot and dye my hair pink. It's been a very long time since I got my hair colored since the beginning of the year. So I used the Manic Panic hair dye. One jar wasn't enough for my hair. So I figured, you know, next time I have to get two. The color lasted for two weeks because I do wash my hair two to three times a week. So the Manic Panic dye didn't last long. 
but the arctic fox i ordered a bottle in the shade violet dream and i couldn't believe how bright this color was and i did read reviews online before purchasing and some people say the color fades out and lasts for like a month some people say it fades out within a week or two but i've had this color now for almost two weeks and the color is there but it's just faded out but you can still see that my hair is still violet i did peekaboo highlights with this color and um yeah so i actually have to go to the hair salon to get my hair colored and cut but as far as other makeup products i purchased um for the first time i purchased melt cosmetics so i ordered some of the lipsticks they had on sale for five dollars and even a lip gloss i got their latest eyeshadow palette which is called give me a second i'm actually looking for it now it's called she's in parties and this palette is pretty much a purple toned palette and you know me i love how purple eyeshadow looks on my eyes i have brown eyes and i feel like a lot of the purple tones from various palettes that i have helps my brown eyes stand out a lot more even in the sunlight um it looks really pretty so I know I said I ordered makeup today too, so Mel Cosmetics has a big sale today. So I think it was 70% off, and I ordered the 420 palette, and I ordered more lipsticks and a lip gloss. So the lipsticks were $5. So $5 for lipstick is pretty cheap, especially for a brand like this. Because um, I think the regular price for their lipsticks is like 18 bucks. And that's how much a Jeffree Star cosmetic lipstick is. It's like 18 bucks. But $5 for a lipstick, you can't go wrong with that. And I did look at different pictures on the website to see how the lipstick looks on people that posted on Instagram. And I just got the colors based on what I liked and colors that I don't have. I actually ordered an orange colored lipstick and an orange colored lip gloss to wear for Halloween. So like I said, $5, you can't beat the price. And... The lipsticks I received from my first order of Melt Cosmetics, it's scented. And I really like scented makeup, especially the way these lipsticks smell. Um, even the lip gloss is scented. So I was like, this is really cool. And the packaging that it comes in was really cute too. So I'm looking forward to that. And I also used a payment plan for Melt Cosmetics. They have Sezzle. So um, it's similar to Afterpay. You make a small payment every two weeks. So that really helped out a lot too. Um, from Sephora, I ordered the Anastasia Beverly Hills Norvina palette. I ordered a palette from one of the collections, the Mini Pro Pigment Palette Volume 3. It was on sale for $15. And, you know, I figured, you know what, why not I give this a try? Because I don't have anything by Anastasia Beverly Hills. And I saw this Norvina palette. I was like, oh, let me get it and see you know how it works out for me um am i going to continue to buy more makeup who knows i keep saying i'm going to stop and take a break from it but i'm starting to run out of space <laughs> and i have makeup that i bought a year ago two years ago that i haven't even used so yeah i need to like sort out what i'm going to keep what i'm going to give away what needs to be tossed out that's used already I actually tossed out an old Revlon and Ulta Beauty eyeshadow palette like a week ago. 
because I have no use for it and it's like years old so next thing I have to do is go through my lipsticks I know I have some lipsticks there that are a couple years old and some of the lipsticks I have they're good for like six to twelve months so if they smell weird they're going in the trash because I did de-stash a lot of makeup last summer and I couldn't believe how much lipsticks I had to toss out because they were all expired so yeah um within the next few weeks I'm going to be decluttering a lot of my makeup and you know seeing what I have that I don't want and maybe sell some stuff because I have um a handful of palettes by Jeffree Star Cosmetics that I received in mystery boxes last year and I already owned the palettes from purchasing before and it's like why am I going to keep two of the same palettes I'd rather sell it to someone that wants it but we'll see what happens um I'm trying to think what else makeup related that I get that I haven't mentioned but I think that's pretty much it oh no Morphe I forgot about Morphe um so Morphe had some sales going on within the past month and they had some really good deals um the day that I placed my order with Morphe they had some palettes that were $13 and actually I was talking to my best friends about the sales and one of my best friends I think she ordered like two Morphe palettes and I be believe these particular palettes have over 20 different shades I don't know off the top of my head how many shades are in the palettes but there's like over 20 and I had to get one there was one palette in particular that had a certain color that I don't have in other palettes I was like yeah let me get that I got that I got some like lip liner um a highlighter a bronzer so you know I, I got that and I also used afterpay with my order for that and um, one of my friends who does photography on the side was saying that he has a friend of his that wants me to do their makeup for a photo shoot. And I'm like, really? I'm not a professional makeup artist. I don't think I'm all that great. But apparently this person wants me to do their makeup because they like the way I do my makeup. So I said, well, that's cool. And of course, I was told I would get paid for doing the person's makeup. Uh, my friend said he'll pay me to do his uh, friend's makeup for the photo shoots. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, it wouldn't hurt to make some cash doing somebody's makeup, especially if the person likes the way I do my makeup. So I, I felt flattered by that. But yeah, um, so I bought a handful of makeup <laughs> within the past month or two, I would say, even ongoing till today. But you know me if I buy more makeup you guys will see it posted on Instagram and I'll talk about it on the podcast too so yeah so now let's move on to the next topic so I did something crazy that was long overdue I got a new tattoo along with getting a tattoo touch-up on my first tattoo that I got done back in December of 2019. So if you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I have posted a picture of my first tattoo when I got it done. I got a lotus flower. Uh, my second tattoo is in honor of my son that I got done two weeks ago. I got a heart with a autism puzzle piece with my son's first name initial on the center of the puzzle piece. And it was actually a concept that I had in mind for the past month. I actually sent the tattoo artist who did my first tattoo uh, pictures of the designs I liked, what I liked from each 
picture I sent her and she put everything together when I met up with her the day of my appointment and I told her you know how I wanted the tattoo to look what colors I wanted the specific font style for my son's initial and you know she put everything together and you know she did her thing and then on top of getting these tattoos done because a lot of people thought it was crazy for me to get two tattoos done back to back on the same day I also got my nose pierced and I got the left nostril pierced and I've been contemplating about getting this piercing done for quite some time and thanks to snapchat with the filters of the nose rings there was a filter with a nose piercing like the little jewel like I got now and it's funny when I went home the day I got the tattoos and the piercing done I looked for the snapchat filter with the piercing and um the tattoo artist is also a piercer so she actually put the piercing right where the filter landed on my nose of the nose piercing so I was like wow she was on the money with that so if you follow me on Instagram, you can see the pictures I posted of my tattoos and of my nose piercing. And you know what's funny? My mom hasn't even noticed my nose piercing. You would think that would be the first thing she would notice because it's on my nose, on my face. She hasn't even noticed it. She hasn't even mentioned nothing about it. Um, it is that the nose jewel is really tiny. And... Even if you look at me from afar, you probably wouldn't notice unless you're looking at me up close. But yeah, my mom, I still laugh. She doesn't know. But the tattoos, um, the tattoo artist actually touched up the entire tattoo of my first tattoo, the lotus flower. I thought she was just going to touch up the colors, but she told me she was going to touch everything up. So I was like, all right, cool. The second tattoo, I don't know why, but it's been bothering me the most. I've been very itchy and sore for like over a week even now it's two weeks after getting this tattoo done i'm still itchy and there's like this weird discoloration of the puzzle tattoo piece that i'm worried about i was worried that maybe it got infected somehow i mean i'm taking care of it the proper way using antibacterial soap every day when i shower and using an ointment every day uh, three to six times a day so whenever the skin is dry i put more ointment on it and um i don't know so i may have to get that tattoo touched up once the healing process is over so i'm gonna see what happens when i reach a month from getting this tattoo done to see you know what the tattoo artist says about getting a touch up because she says she'll do it um do i have any plans to get more tattoos i don't know i really wanted to get song lyrics tattooed on the side of my foot but the tattoo artist explained to me that um getting tattoos on the feet won't last long they fade out too quick because you know when you're wearing shoes you're wearing shoes for a long period of time especially going out and i know during this whole quarantine situation i'm pretty much home i'm not really going out anywhere but <sighs> i said forget it <laughs> if she says it's not gonna work it's not gonna work you, you know take the advice of a professional tattoo artist because if it was anyone else they're probably like fuck it let's do it um so i did mention to her about getting the tattoo of the lyrics done like on the side of my ribs um you know being a woman having to wear a bra i figured having this tattoo done like under the bra band and i think it will look better there but i don't know what the pain level is like for getting a tattoo done like on the ribs um 
the reason why I picked that particular area for the song lyrics is because I think it would look better and the wording would fit appropriately, especially if I want to add like little details like flowers or whatever. But I don't know. I'm still trying to get to my weight goal, which I will talk about in a second regarding my bariatric surgery progress. Um, but yeah, thinking about getting a third tattoo, I really don't know. The song lyrics, I think I'm a hold off. <laughs> I wanted to get it done on my wrist last year. That didn't work. I, I wanted to get it done on the side of my foot. That couldn't work out. Now talking about doing it on the side of my ribs, like, ugh, I don't know. But there is another tattoo design I have in mind that I would like to get done on my back, like right below my neck. I don't know if I want it to be very detailed or just very simple because of the pain level. Um, I'm not ready to go through that again, but I'll give it some time to think about. For those of you who follow me on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm sure a lot of you are aware that I had underwent bariatric surgery in November of 2019, right before Thanksgiving. And on social media, I've been giving you guys updates, even on the podcast, on how my progress has been going. So since the last time you guys heard of me on the podcast, which was around the month of May, I had reached a milestone and lost a total of 60 pounds since my surgery day. I know we're in the ending of the month of July and there hasn't been any other weight loss happening. I've been at a stall. So I've been like gaining two to three pounds within the last two months up to now, but maintaining the weight that I've reached since the month of May. My clothes size has been the same since I've lost the weight. Uh, if you're wondering what size I'm wearing now in clothing, for you ladies who are curious, I was originally a size 14 to 1X in women's clothing before the surgery day. And now for the past few months since the winter, I would say around February to March, I went down to a size medium and size 8 in women's size clothing. So kind of a big difference in sizing. So I'm really happy about that. I'm comfortable being a size medium because I've never been a size medium or a size eight in my entire adult life. Not even during my teenage years, I was ever a size medium or a size eight. It's crazy. But I'm feeling comfortable in my skin and all the new clothes that I purchased along the way. Um, I've been purchasing more clothes about a month ago and I feel great. I don't want to overwhelm myself buying so much clothes because I still have another, I would say, 30 pounds left to go to get to my goal weight. So I'm hoping if I don't lose the 30 pounds by my one-year post-op surgery date, at least around Christmas, that's what I'm shooting for. If I can get to my weight goal by the end of the year, even if by Christmas, I'll be happy. So I know some people may say 30 pounds is nothing, but you got to understand for having gone through the surgery and my body having underwent a complete shock, especially since I was losing a lot of hair during the winter months, I got to take it easy, you know, but I'm really surprised at how much weight I lost so far because the weight I had wanted to lose originally 
which was after having my son has only taken me like two months to lose after the surgery so and my son's about to be nine years old people <laughs> so look at that big difference in time framing of the weight loss um but i could tell you this much i'm thankful and grateful to god that i had this procedure done because if i didn't i would really be stuck at the old weight that i was before surgery feeling miserable about myself doubting myself and having insecurities about the way i look now i'm more confident than ever i love myself even more i feel more healthier than i felt prior to surgery because believe me i was dealing with a lot of chronic pain having to deal with scoliosis achilles tendon having inflammation in my body in which i still don't know where this inflammation is coming from because i haven't been tested yet by the rheumatologist so as of now i have to play the waiting game to find out when i'm gonna be following up with the rheumatologist because during the spring months when a lot of the medical offices were closed due to the coronavirus i had a video conference with my rheumatologist and she wants me to do some repeat testing of tests i had done for her two years ago which was just a bunch of blood work uh, to see what's going on because one of the tests i had taken two years ago has shown i have inflammation she didn't know what is causing me to have the inflammation or where's it coming from so now i have to get retested to see if i still have inflammation or not or if i do where is it coming from so i gotta wait and see when i could see the rheumatologist again for that um i actually am following up with my endocrinologist in august uh, he's the specialist who I've been seeing for the past several years for polycystic ovarian syndrome. And he's the one who referred me to have the bariatric surgery. And I know when he saw me back in the winter, sometime in February, he was in complete shock when he saw me because I had lost weight. And, you know, he had set a goal for me that the next time he sees me in the summer that I would have lost an additional 20 pounds or so. But like I said, I've been out of stall since the month of May. So I really haven't lost so much since then. So it's like my weight has been going up and down in between two to three pounds. So I'm going to have to go back on a diet that I was on two weeks before surgery. And I was on a high-protein diet, pretty much. Um, I was drinking a protein shake for breakfast and lunch. And then I had a high-protein dinner, which consisted of vegetables and meat, pretty much poultry or seafood, and that would be it. And I had to eat in portions. So I think I'm going to start that in the month of August. I was supposed to start this month, but didn't get a chance to and uh yeah my son's birthday is coming up september so if i could lose an additional 10 to 20 pounds from august till september i'll be happy i've mentioned on the podcast and on social media about using hair products by vita hair growth that's v-i-d-a hair growth and my former hairstylist told me about them because she mentioned that they're good to use for thinning hair. I've been using the product since the month of April. 
up until now i'm still using it and i've noticed that i have a lot of regrowth because i did lose a lot of hair during the winter months and i also noticed that my hair has gotten a little longer it looks shinier and it feels extremely soft and i love the scent of the products because everything is made with all natural ingredients like i said and it makes my hair smell and feel so good I actually got some people on the bandwagon to purchase hair products from Vita Hair Growth. I got an ex-co-worker and a relative of mine that purchased hair products. They actually purchased the sets of the hair products. Because um, when I first purchased Vita Hair Growth, I got the set. It was a shampoo, conditioner, a hair serum, a leave-in tonic, and a hair mask. So... I made my third purchase with Vita Hair Growth some time ago and received the products this week. So I'm very excited about that. And I actually purchased a new product that I never tried before, which is a deep conditioning hair mask. And the reason why I got the deep conditioning hair mask is because of the fact that I'm going to be getting my hair professionally colored in a week. I'm also getting a haircut. So every time you color your hair, you got to condition it. And deep conditioner is good for it. So I'm going to give this deep conditioner mask a try after I get my hair colored and see if I notice any difference. Because other deep conditioning hair masks I've used that I purchased from Ulta Beauty or purchased at the hair salon I went to over a year ago really didn't do much for my hair. So hopefully the Vita Hair Growth deep conditioning hair mask would be better and i'll keep you guys informed on the podcast and on social media particularly instagram about that because they do have an instagram page vita hair growth so definitely check them out if you're wanting to know more information about them and their brand and their products that they offer so uh besides that that's all the update i can give you guys in regarding to bariatric surgery Okay, now I have to talk about something exciting because something happened a few weeks ago that caught me by surprise. And I'm going to shout out these two individuals because they made my day when this happened. So some of you who don't know, maybe you know, I'm a fan of the band Ghost. They're a Swedish band and Tobias Forge is the lead vocalist of the band. And he's portrayed these characters for the band Ghost as Papa Nihil and Cardinal Copia. So I follow a handful of people who are also a fan of the band of Ghost. And one of them I've actually had spoken about on the podcast. And her name is Ashley. She goes by the name Phobias.Forge on Instagram. And you can find her on Facebook as Phobias Forge. And she is such a badass chick. I didn't even know she was the same age as me. <laughs> but she's a cosplayer, a photographer, and a makeup artist. And she's worked with amazing people. And she's worked with people who had cosplayed as Papa Nihil. So uh, the latest person she has worked with goes by the name of Weird.and.anxious on Instagram. Her nickname for him is Taddy Nihil because of the fact he has tattoos. And she had done a photo shoot with him in character as Papa Nihil. And the pictures I've seen of him looked amazing. And I loved a couple of them. So one in particular was my favorite 
And let me tell you, it was one day in the afternoon. I went to check my mail, found this big envelope that was from Ashley. And I was like, what the hell is this? And as soon as I get back to my place, I opened up the envelope. And inside the envelope was an autographed picture of Taddy Nihil. I was screeching like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> and my son is looking at me like, what the hell is going on? And I couldn't believe I had this picture in my hands. It was my favorite picture of Taddy. And it was of him holding the guitar, looking you know, into the camera. It was like he was looking at me, trying to sing to me. And I love that picture. So I actually posted on Instagram the autographed picture gave a shout out to Ashley and Taddy Nihil, thanking them both for, you know, the picture that they sent me. Um, well, Ashley sent me. Taddy just signed it off. <laughs> and uh, from that point moving forward, uh, I've noticed that Taddy was peeping my Instagram stories. He actually responded to my Instagram post about the autograph picture, so I appreciate that very much. And uh, yeah, so that totally made my day when, when I received that autographed picture of Teddy Miho. He looks so dark and handsome. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm still looking to get a frame for that picture because it will be going up on my wall by my makeup vanity. So right now, my makeup vanity consists of three pictures. One is a picture of a French bulldog with a crown. That's one of my favorite dogs along with the digital portrait of myself that was done by the amazing and talented Art on Instagram. And then next to that picture is an autographed picture of Chris Motionless from Motionless and White. You guys know I love Chris and I'm crazy about him, right? <laughs> but yeah, so my makeup station, I have those three pieces of art on the wall. And Taddy Nihil is going to be up next as soon as I get a picture frame. So, Ashley, Taddy Nihil, thank you both so much for sending me that autographed picture. I love it with all my heart. I'm going to cherish it forever. So, I love you guys very much. <laughs> If you guys are still listening, I appreciate it. But as all things start, all things must come to an end. So I'm going to wrap this up for now. But feel free to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SweetTalk underscore Alisa. That's spelled S-W-E-E-T-T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. You guys can get updates on the podcast. You guys can get updates on what's going on with me and so much more. And don't forget, my DMs are open to each and every one of you. If you ever need someone to talk to, you want to give me some ideas of topics to talk about on the podcast, DM me. So, don't forget to wear those masks when you're going out. Practice social distancing and stay six feet apart from each other. And don't forget to wash your hands too. I hope you all have a wonderful week. God bless you. Much love to you. And until next time.